clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Number three, the trilogy of You Win the Locker Room First by John Gordon and Mike Smith. Uh, I looked up a little trilogy history, and I'm a little bit scared. I hope this one turns out. Uh, the great trilogies uh, in movie history. Um, it's amazing how many trilogies have been made. Uh, most of them, you know, pretty good. Uh, you know, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, but a lot of them, the first one's great. The second one, pretty good. The third one, you're like, you didn't need to do that. So I really, really hope that this turns out better than the Terminator 3, Back to the Future 3, <laughs> Aliens 3, uh, Matrix Part 3. Uh, the Godfather Part 3, I mean, uh, I hope it's more of a Toy Story Part 3, or Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, or Return of the Jedi, or uh, something like that, Die Hard Part 3. I thought that was a great movie, by the way. Um, but I hope the trilogy has turned out better than the Mighty Ducks or the Blade trilogy. Uh, but we'll see here. Um, we are going to wrap up, like I said, uh, John Gordon's and Mike Smith's You Win the Locker Room first. Uh, we're going to wrap up with the last third of the, of the book here. And we went through the seven C's. And now we're going to go through the last stuff here, the two other big C's. And, and uh, Smith and Gordon talk about coaching. Uh, and when you coach, uh, you must develop, mentor, encourage, and guide them. And that's a, that's a huge part to our jobs, to, to do those things and to bring people within our orbit. Um, how do you do that? You build trust. You build. Uh, you you do that by being consistent. You do all the things in our original seven C's. Uh, great coaches bring out greatness in others. They bring out more in them than what they thought they had inside of them. And sometimes that's a difficult process. Sometimes uh, your players or your assistant coaches don't want to hear you talking about what they don't have or what they need to do to get better, and they fight it. Those are difficult people to coach. And it's hard to find people who are open to that coaching style, all right? The other thing is character. Uh, and as Gordon and Smith say, you can be the greatest coach on the planet, but if your team lacks character, you will fail to reach your potential. And that is one of the most frustrating situations that you can be in as a coach is when your team lacks the character necessary to reach their potential. Uh, they make a great analogy here. Talent without character is like a race car with no steering wheel. Uh, the talent isn't enough and the talent doesn't last. Uh, character drives talent towards greatness. And you have to have that character to do things the right way all the time in order to, to reach your potential, to, to reach that greatness that we all strive to achieve. Um, and the last thing here on character, character just doesn't build great teams. I think this is perhaps the biggest thing that I took from this book was this. More importantly, character builds great people. And coaches, that is our most important job, is to help build great people and to make players the best people that they can possibly be. Uh, so there's some other things here beyond the seven C's Gordon and Smith go, uh, through here. And I'm just going to hit these with uh, rapid fire, uh, speed here. Integrity. Uh, what is integrity? What do you want things to look like? Uh, do you want immediate gratification or sustained success? And if you want sustained success, you're going to have to have integrity. 
Uh, you need to be passionate, but not emotional. Uh, it's like Coach Deal said in his podcast, you know, uh, I want to be passionate, but I can't make decisions based on emotions. And when you make decisions, and, and we're all guilty of it at one time or another. I know that I got better at it as my career went along. But when you get too emotional, uh, you're not going to be in the right place, all right? Uh, your own leadership style. I think this is so important. You cannot be somebody else. There's only one you. Uh, reminds me of uh, Forrest Gump, uh, where, where Jenny asked Forrest at one point, you know, have you ever dreamed about being a star? Or have you ever dreamed about being somebody else? And Forrest says, well, aren't I going to be me? You know, and I think that's the way you have to look at it as a coach. Uh, you have to... Uh, you have to be you. You can't be uh, somebody that you aspire to be. You have to be the human being that God has created you to be. Uh, lead your leaders. I, I think something that we all uh, struggle with as coaches at times is forgetting our past and, and forgetting those failures. And we have to help our players forget their failures as well. That uh, you missed the big shot. You made a turnover. You know, Move on to that next play, as Sashevsky says. Move on to it, whether it's a good play, whether it's a bad play. Uh, loss, and we're all going to lose games, uh, but loss as an acronym, uh, learning opportunity, stay strong. And you take your losses and you try to turn it and you try to take that and make it into a learning opportunity. How do we get better? How do we prove it? What do we, what are the things that we can do to prevent this from happening again? And some of those things are out of your, uh, out of your uh, area of control. The, the other team just had a guy or a gal that was just way better than anybody else that we have. Okay, what else can we take out of it? Okay, so instead of taking a look at losing in a negative light, we take a look at it in a positive light. All right, uh, culture contamination. You got to get rid of your energy vampires. Uh, you need to have the right people, positive people within your program, people that truly want to be there for the good of the program and the good of the team, not just for the good of themselves. All right. Uh, We've talked about this on the pod before as well. Uh, don't focus on winning championships. Focus on developing champions. You have to act like a champion before you can become a champion. So you cultivate those buzzwords like uh, character, work ethic, grit, belief, selflessness. Um, only one team is going to walk away as a champion every year uh, in your class, in your division, however it's divided up. But you can play and develop champions every year. Uh, focusing on right now. Um, one of the phrases that I use, uh, tomorrow's not here yet. Yesterday's over. So let's focus on today. And that is, uh, I think a good way to approach your team, to approach life in general. Uh, you're looking ahead to tomorrow and you're excited about tomorrow. Uh, but it's not here yet. Uh, yesterday's over with, um, you know, take the lessons that you learn from it, but you got to move past it because you can't, you don't get a chance to do it over. So focus on today. Uh, Murphy's law, uh, go out and find this guy Murphy and kick the crap out of him as much as you can before he introduces himself. Uh, you, you have seasons where Murphy just kicks the snot out of you, whether it feels like you can't catch a break from a, a, an official or the official's perspective, you know, there's a bang, bang play and you just can't get that 50, 50 call that you need, uh, injuries. Uh, it's just a year where you get great shots and, and the ball doesn't go in, but you try to control Murphy as much as you can. All right. Um, apply pressure, but don't make it stressful on your team. Okay. Uh, apply pressure where you can to have them 
work through pressure so that pressure does not become stressful. Uh, you do that in practice. I know Coach Jungers talked about that. I know Coach Deal talked about that. Uh, you you revert to your to your training in times of pressure, and and you work on that. You you practice that. Uh, you can do things. You can give your team quizzes. You can do team building exercises. You can put them in uh, pressure situations in practice so that they don't become stressful when you get to competitions, all right? Uh, you compete, then you unite. Uh, it's okay to have disagreements as a team. It's okay to have disagreements as a coaching staff. Uh, but once we figure out how we're going to do something, we move forward with it. I know I had uh, a number of assistant coaches, especially Mark Palachek, uh, Jeff Ritz, Sarah Goodwin, uh, who who were terrific at we would we would disagree with each other we'd get angry with each other um and there were times where i would have to say yeah you know what after thinking about it, you're right let's do it this way and we would move forward with it and then i know there were situations where there would be uh hey i know you think this way but this is what i think and you know i'm in charge and this is what we're going to do and uh perhaps they didn't like it but you know what they were always supportive of it. You know, Adam Ronfeld, always supportive of it. Jerry Gradeville, uh, just name-dropping some of the people that, that worked so hard for me over the years. Um, you know, and you move forward with it. You move forward with it as a team. You move forward with it as a coaching staff. And then the last thing that, that Gordon and Smith wrap up the book with is becoming a lifelong learner. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on a consistent level, uh, hopefully, I'm giving you a few things here and there that is helping you uh, become a lifelong learner. Uh, but you're reaching out. You're trying. You're attempting. I hope I'm helping people out. Um, I know that I am always looking for some some people or, or looking for people uh, both in and outside of coaching to learn from. Uh, take time to read about successful leaders and what they have to say about the art of leadership. And, you know, and John Gordon is a, is a, uh, tremendous, tremendous influence on many people. And, and he's, uh, I've read most of his books and, you know, he, he does a great job of explaining things in an easy to understand way, you know, continue to challenge yourself and don't let a day go by without learning about something new. And that is life. You know, we have to continue to evolve. You have to continue to get better. Uh, we get caught up with what happened, you know, 5, 10, 20 years ago. I mean, I think you cap it at about five years uh, with, you know, this is what we've done and we move forward. You know, if you go any further back than that, you're going to be passed up, especially in today's world. So continue to learn, continue to become a lifelong leader, a learner, excuse me. I, I, I hope by listening to these podcasts, whether they're the Foundation Fridays or the book clubs or the interviews, that you are learning stuff from it um, because that's the overall mission of what we're trying to do. And that's what John Gordon and Mike Smith try to do with this book, You Win the Locker Room First. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this series. Uh, like I said, there was just so much stuff in there that I couldn't contain it to one, couldn't contain it to two. We moved on to the third one here. And like I said, I really hope it's more like Return of the King and The Last Crusade than it is Mighty Ducks 3 or Austin Powers in Goldmember. Um, 
if you have comments, if you have questions, hit us up on the Twitter account, a pen and a napkin, or email us at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Obviously, if you're listening, you're on SoundCloud or you're on iTunes. Uh, if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, review it. Keep spreading the word about this podcast, folks. I would really appreciate it. We're getting, Like I said, we get more and more listeners all the time. So uh, the last, uh, the trilogy is wrapped up. I hope you've enjoyed it. And... Coaches, as always, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.